nice hey for the first time we're saying live and we're we're live we're actually actually live live. we're actually live we're saying live for 341 episodes and been lying to you this whole time and we weren't live (laughs) that's 341 lives sorry we're live um yeah so welcome to the bitcoin podcast this is episode 342 (laughs) i uh so we've done origin stories before but, you know, we're going to do that today. But I'm the host that talks first, D. I am the host that talks second, Dr. Corey Petty. And I am the third host, Jesse Broke. Yeah. Jesse, Jesse the man broke. Okay. Jesse the man broke. We're going to no, make sure that, that you say out. your name the way we want you to say your name. <laughs> yeah. You're not allowed to say it any okay. kind of way. So, okay. Anyways. Yeah, so this is episode 342. Uh, so we're about to like, since we got this total upgrade on production quality, like look at us. We so decided, fancy. I know, fancy with a capital F. Or said like that one singer. What was that song? I'm so fancy. It was a song. It was a song. It was like three or four years ago. Anyways, we're going to do an origin story for you guys. Um, so you know who we are. And you know why you should be listening to us. So, you know, who wants to go first? Hmm. Should I go first? Yeah, go first. Mm. So it all started on a rainy night back in uh, 1984. Uh, my father, his name, you know, Ronnie and my mother, Loretta, and they had been listening to some Barry White and uh, probably drinking gas station wine. You think gas station wine? Your parents aren't classy? Uh, not back then they weren't. It takes time <laughs> to build culture. So yeah, drinking some you know, gas station wine, listening to Barry White. He was looking at her, you know, saying like, I can't get enough of your love, babe. And she was like, that's not really original because <laughs> that's straight from the song. And he said, you know, whatever. You don't have to be so judgmental. We're about to smash. So then nine months later was me. I was birthed, and then the world was changed forever. And that's it. That's my story. On to you, Jesse. No, I'm playing. Uh, um, I'm so, so handy. <laughs> uh, you know, let's let's talk a little bit about me. I uh, was a math teacher. Then I was a business consultant. Then I was a small business consultant. And this whole time doing those things, I've been obsessed with Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. Uh, my buddy Corey over there. 
you're pointing the wrong way, Corey. Oh, oh shit, man. we can do a fusion dance like Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> I don't know. Gotta don't touch my. You gotta touch my finger, Corey. Which way is the right way? Touch the finger. There we go. Corey and I. <laughs> Corey and I met each other in college uh, through Halo Two. It was a blasty blast. We're I did the killing through Halo Two. How else did we meet then? I'll let you know on my origin story, but go ahead. All right. And nevertheless, uh, Corey and I are great friends. We've been friends for almost two whole decades. We met in college at Texas Tech University. Get your guns up. Um, I know that's not kosher to you. If you see another Texas Texan in the airport, oh, don't Texas sure. Tech is yeah. about to get canceled by Texas. Really? What happened? Because everybody, everything's getting canceled these days. Ooh. Well, if you see another Texas Texan in the airport, don't throw your guns up. Because it's going to be bad news for you guys. So anyways, uh, you know, we, we started hanging out. We were talking about life, philosophy, sciences, maths. We had some classes together, um, blah, 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 blah. Fast forward, you know, I graduated from tech. Um, Corey, uh, Corey, so if like I'm a level one nerd, Corey's like a level, I don't know, 10,000? I don't know. Yeah, he's like, you know, I'm like uh, Vegeta. He's Kakarot. When it comes to like nerd levels. So he's like, hey, man, you know, I, I found out about this thing. It's, it's like digital money. And um, you're, you're probably going to be into it. And at the time I was teaching with real ass motherfucking problems like bills and debt. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I don't know, man. He's like, no, I'm telling you, it's going to be a big fucking deal. You should check it out. It's called Bitcoin. It's digital money. And I remember telling him. Like, uh, yeah, I don't, uh, nobody wants this digital monopoly money. That's what I said verbatim. And then the, that's where the conversation stopped. Then you then, like, you're like, you want to go watch the Count of Monte Cristo? <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> Anyways, that's an inside joke. Maybe you guys just signing on for the Bitcoin podcast will learn why the Count of Monte Cristo is such uh, a big deal. I just pick it up from there because it's the same origin story. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's pretty much that. Like, yeah. was like I, mean, hey, I, was in there. I, I watched. I, I watched. Uh, I was. I used to be really into watching TED Talks when in college. I didn't learn about Bitcoin until I was in sometime in my. I think my. I think my undergraduate. No, you were a graduate. Was I in graduate school? Yeah, you were in graduate school. Okay, I was in graduate school. Um, I just watched TED Talks all the time in my. In my study and i watched a ted talk about the concept of money i can't remember which one it was and they talked about like it's in some places like literally like tide like the washing detergent is a form of currency uh for some reason or other i don't remember that but he bled into the concept of bitcoin and talked about it i think the talk was actually about bitcoin but he was just describing like the concept of money because you end up learning a lot about that stuff along the way and it was fascinating. And I read the white paper and I was like, oh, and I kept reading. As everyone in this entire industry has said at least 4,000 times, I fell on the rabbit hole. And then I told D and he's like, that's stupid. And then I told I D a few more times. And then I started mining, made a Litecoin miner with one of my buddies. And then I convinced D and our, our the, the, the other co-founder of the show was no longer worth his cello. Yeah. D and Cello made a minor and we just kept doing stuff. And then I moved to Brazil. I got a postdoc in Brazil and we're like, hey man, how do we keep doing this? Because we don't want to mine anymore. It's kind of annoying. Uh, 
how do we keep doing this? And then D and Cello were like, hey, we're going to make a TV show. We're going to make a podcast. And I remember that when, when Cello first told me, I was in Brazil. He was like, hey, man, we're going to make a podcast. I was like, sweet. He was like, it's going to be about Bitcoin. I was like, sweet. I can't wait to listen to it. And I think that he was insinuating that he wanted me to be a part of it, but he never said those words. And it, and so I was like, cool, man. That sounds like something something awesome. And then D was like, hey, we want you to be a part of it. I was like, cool, I want to be a part of it. And then this was all born. And then later on down the line, Cello left. And we're like, hey, we need another person. In comes Jesse. Yeah, I, uh, I stumbled onto the podcast when I was uh, being a degenerate. Uh, back in like late 2016, early 2017, stumbled into the Slack and then, uh, I made a shit ton of money and then, uh, <laughs> and then I, I, uh, I enjoyed the community for what it was, which was like, not, you know, what other crypto communities were about, which was purely money. And, um, I don't know. I enjoyed hanging out with, uh, with Corey and enjoyed hanging out with D and just listening to them and just kind of learning, learning what, you know, what wisdom they could bestow upon me and, uh, when I was younger. But yeah. And now here we are. Now here we are. I'm giving you video content. Is these video, these videos is frozen. Yeah. He's frozen. Bye D. D's gone. I'll come back <laughs> later. So these these origin story is now a, a uh, what's the opposite of an origin story? Hmm. Oh, there he is. Never mind. Yeah, a Google Chrome issue. You know the technical difficulties. You know whatever. We're learning here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we're actually moving into video content, which we never did for. We I think we, we dabbled, tried, bro. We, we dabbled. dabbled. We're not very good you know, at dabbling. No, not at all. Um, but we dabbled. And then I was trying, what I was trying to do was show everyone the miner that I built. But for some reason, my computer was like, bro, this is too much. You're going live. You're going on Instagram. You're I got videos way of too my much. miner. Yeah. Let me find that thing. We can share it. Hopefully we can share it. I'm going to try to bring it up for you, for you guys here, audience, so you can know we're serious about our pimping. I got some, I got some quality image. Like, what is it? Imager? How do you pronounce that, yeah. that website? Imgur. I think it's, I think it's Imgur. I'm pretty sure it's not, but okay. I'm I'm more sure than you, actually. Cool. What do you want to talk about today? We're doing so later on. We're going to bring in, uh, yeah. Nice. Later That's on, it. we're going to bring in some. Uh, you hit F11 on that, bro. How do I hit F11 on? How it? do you hit F11? How do I hit that? Hold on, let me try that. There we go. Bam. So yeah, this was the miner. This was it, and I had that this tube here hooked up to like, I had this tube here hooked up to an air conditioner, right? It would pull cold air into here and the heat would, no, sorry, the heat would come out here and there would be cool, cool, cool air pulled into the AC. So that like, not a, try to think on how efficient that would be because it's not a negative pressure system. It looks like. Well, I mean, I tried to make it as negative possible, but I tried to pull heat depends on the pressure. Here, yeah. You know, but my my uh one of the one of the comments in the private is kind of missing some sidewalls. No, like this is dope, man. I welded this fucking frame with my bare hands and a welding machine. I was like, yeah, this is dope. And I just took an old like case and was like, fuck it, we're gonna make this shit ride. And I did it. Um, 
And then I was on some stupid Instagram trend, quite obviously, back then. Hashtag 100 happy days. What the hell is that? <laughs> if somebody could tell me when that was, it would be fun. But anyways, there's that. So, um, oh, that's not what we want. That's what we want. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's a little bit of my origin story. Origin story. And Corey's and Jesse's. Um, there's not much more to it than that. If we were going to make a whole episode of this, we're sadly mistaken, guys. We need to go into some crypto content, sure. like ASAP. I, mean, I could I could talk a lot about more like origin stuff, like how yeah. we went through the like how the podcast got started, where we went, what we tried, how we should used we to go into more details. Our story was kind of whack. So it was kind of hilarious. Whack. I mean, it's I think in my in my opinion, I love it because it's it's like a it's a story about how you just go do something, even even if you don't know what the hell you're doing, you just go. That's do very it. true. So like some of the best things that happened in my life, I don't know about you listeners, is when you're like, oh, I'm gonna do something. And you just fucking do it. And you don't know what you're doing. You just kind of like go one step at a time and try not to break your legs. You know, you just figure it out because there's plenty of risks that can be taken. So nevertheless, um, we just start and our old founder, Cello, was like, hey, if you buy all the audio equipment, then I will make the website, make the podcast, like figure everything else out on the back end. And I was like, deal. And I went on Amazon and like spent a bunch of money like click boom done and he was like i didn't think you were serious and i was like do you even fucking know me so anyways boom we get all this audio equipment and i still have i have it right over here i'm actually gonna grab it you guys are gonna laugh at this hold on i kept it for this reason so this (laughs) do you see this shit Corey? Oh, that. That was ridiculous wow. when you bought all that and made all that. So this was a, an extra boom. This was, yeah, I do. So this was our original mic, which is a really good mic, by the, the way. Poor audio. The, the, all the people uh, who have normally listened to us are going to be like, what the hell is going on? And then I made this to be makeshift soundproofing from Hobby Lobby. There's like a wire frame in here. So it's actually, you know, I should probably should have patented this. You know what I'm saying? Like it spreads out to catch this. <laughs> And I was like, Cello, I soundproofed my studio. And he was like, your parents' bedroom? And I was like, no, it's my studio, bitch. <laughs> and so, uh, or your, your your parents' group. So anyways, um, there was that. And then, you know, so Cello contacts Corey in Brazil. And he's like, hey, I'm going to do a Bitcoin podcast. You guys heard that part. Corey's like, okay, cool. I'll listen. But, you know, that's it. So then Cello comes back to me kind of sad. He's like, hey, man, I talked to your boy, Corey, about, you know, helping us host the Bitcoin podcast. And he shot me down. He said no. And I was like, what? No, he ain't doing shit. That's, that doesn't sound like him. So, <laughs> so I called Corey and I'm like, yo, he's like, what's up? I was like, hey, man, we're making a podcast. He's like, I know. I'm really excited to listen. And I was like, no, like, we want you to be on the podcast. We want you to host it with us. We want you to be the third host. And he was like, oh, Okay. I'm down. Like, when do we record? And I was like, we're recording on uh, when did we record? Sundays, I thought, right? Sunday mornings. Saturday. No, Saturday. Saturday mornings. I Saturday like, mornings at ten. Well, depending ooh, on what what, what time. Depending on when I, I, I was in wake Brazil up. when we started, so it was always weird. Yeah. It was weird times. And so, anyways, so Corey's like, yeah, I'm sure. And then Saturday, we all joined up. We all linked up, um, and we made it happen. It was terrible. Like the very first podcast, Cello was sitting like literally three feet away from me and he and I were talking into each other's mic. So we had like four echoes at once and Corey was like, Jesus, this is terrible. And we were both like, it doesn't matter. 
nobody's gonna listen to this. Like it's just kind of us like talking because our parents don't want to listen to us talk about it anymore, and our friends think we're crazy as shit. So, you know, that's how that went down. It's um, a great way for us to like keep track of stuff and then like come together and hang out and then talk about what happened. Because back then you could like, I don't know, read Reddit and understand everything that ever happened in Bitcoin. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of the information that we were like digesting and then regurgitating was from Reddit at the very beginning before there was the whole famous is bitch made controversy <laughs> and all the Reddit moderation and the forking. You know, everyone was like the Reddit community was like what the Doge community turned into way back in the day. If you go back and listen to the early episodes, like the earlier episode, like maybe like the first 75 episodes, you're going to hear a lot of birds. Yeah, definitely. Because Brazilian exotic birds, birds and too. babies. Now it's mostly dogs. We, we changed the background oh. noise over time. Uh, and it's because it's because I lived in Brazil and you can't close windows. And if you did, that matter. And there were like. I don't know, six toucans outside my window. Damn. At all times. And they just like stared at me and squawked. And there's nothing I can do about it. <laughs> I didn't know. How long were you in Brazil for? About two years. Two years? Okay. Yeah, so I got I got a I got a share screen here to, to show you my my mining rig. Uh, oh yeah, so I'll, don't don't put this on on the on the front part, uh, Alicia. Share screen this one share bring that to the front and then just what i want to tell you to or d whoever the fuck wants to do it uh so like we were like i was into i was into mining uh i wanted to mine but i was a broke-ass college student uh doing graduate school getting paid enough to live like living comfortably but probably above my means but i wanted to mine because it was a reasonable thing to do at that time well it seemed that way turned out it was a good bet but I didn't have any capital to build a miner because back then the graphics cards were super, super scarce. You had to get a certain type of graphics card. It was really hard to get a hold of. And they were and the markup on them was like through the roof. And then, um, but I had like the computer skills to build it, understand the software, modify it appropriately, tune it appropriately, all this type of stuff and set it up. And so I found a buddy of mine who decided to, who I convinced through yelling Bitcoin at him for about a, a year uh, to, to fund it. And we would do this together as a joint venture. Uh, and he was a sailor. He literally spent half of his time going out to Alaska and doing a, like uh, Alaska, like he was an Alaskan fisherman. What kind of fish did he catch? I forget. Like the same thing they did at the, uh, what was it, the Deadliest Catch? Are you sure it wasn't he used crab? To make, he used to make, <laughs> what? Why are you making, why are you making that face? I don't know what you're. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. You're not baiting me. <laughs> and you know what? I'm just asking questions. I don't trust you. What kind of shoes did he wear? Shoes did he wear? Yeah. Anyway, this is joint venture. I'm not gonna. I'm not getting into this. <laughs> why are those? I don't know what kind of questions you're asking. Me. I was just wondering questions. why those details are important. I don't trust you. He was a fisherman. No. Oh, because the details are important for a reason. I'm, I'm on getting the to that. Columbus Day. Chill the fuck out. He was a fisherman, and so as as a fisherman, he does a lot of knots and he ties things together with the ropes. Oh, okay, that does make sense now. Right. So like that's how he that's how he does stuff. He was like, I don't know. How I, and so I had I was waiting on all the parts that we had ordered to come. To the house and i had built everything but the graphics cards 
right? So like when you, when you build a miner, these old these old graphics card miners, uh, you have a bunch of risers, which like are like long cables that go from the graph to the motherboard to the graphics card, so that because you can't fit like the older motherboards, you can't fit all the graphics cards in a single all together. Uh, and I had everything, so motherboard set up, didn't have a frame yet. I was going to build that later, which I ended up building a guide to how to build a frame for miners. I'll show you that. Let me show you that later. Um, and I was out of town and all the graphics card came and I was like, all right, buddy, I'm not gonna say his name because I'd rather not. Uh, why don't you come over? I've given you like instructions on how to put these things together. All you have to do is plug them in and turn the power on. And he, he, un he unboxes the graphics cards. He's like, how do I plug these things in? I was like, what, what, what should, how, where do these things sit? I don't know. I said, I don't know. Make it so that each graphics card is intaking fresh air. You want to make sure that the intake of a single graphics card is not intaking the exhaust from another graphics card. And it's like, how do I do that? I said, I don't know. Be creative. I'll fix it when you come home. And he sends me this picture when he's done. You can go out there and <laughs> it's <laughs> holy shit. It takes. He takes. So what you're seeing is, and we can probably link this. It's 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 an imager album that I published. So I thought it was hilarious. Uh, you're seeing a piece of plastic flooring that I used for my bathroom, I think, or maybe your bathroom, D, at the time because we lived together. Uh, on top of the motherboard box, so oh, that you have anti-static, because I think it's I think it's rubber flooring. Uh, with the motherboard on top and a piano stand, it was like a for like you know, like a Casio piano would sit on top of that X. Oh X my god, dude! Stand. That's my fucking keyboard stand. Yeah, you stole that. I have the keyboard and in my closet strung, right now. No literally stand. strung up all of the graphics cards so that they wouldn't exhaust the intake from the same place. He sends me this picture. Apparently, he drank a bottle of wine while I did it. So good for him. <laughs> He says this picture and I was like, wow, oh my God. And then I, I came home um, after that. I mean, that's probably one of the funniest things I've ever seen. And then I came home and I made like a, I fabricated a aluminum stand. Oh, wow. That looks put it together. Better. Yeah. That's, that's the same spot. That's called getting pettied. Yeah. <laughs> put them together. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's nice. much better. Right? That sat there and, Filled our house with noise for oh, why? Yeah. Well, what Corey isn't telling you is that he and I would remotely control our mining rigs together, and we would like count up our spoils, and it was very fun. It was when Litecoin was mineable uh, by graphics cards. Uh, it was it was a lot of fun. It was very distracting too. I feel sorry for some of my lower performing students at the time because they're like, "Mr. Ferguson, I need help," and I was like, "I'm looking at my mining rig. I apologize. It's a right triangle. You got one of those angles." And so, like, <laughs> so it was just, it was really bad. I was like, "Use law of cosines. You got one of those angles. Take care of it. You got it. You got it. Look, here's the index card. Use a formula." No, um, that, that was pretty bad. I was heavily distracted by crypto, and uh, yeah, that was a that was kind of how we got started. And then, you know, as everyone says in crypto, we probably should make a shirt or whatever. You fall down the rabbit hole. You know, I started thinking about decentralized 
a lot of decentralized everything. I had a really close friend of mine say that I was a, a, a zealot, um, a zealot for Bitcoin. And I was like, so you think I'm going to murder you for Bitcoin? And he was like, sometimes it feels that way, bro. And I was like, don't fuck with me then. And then so <laughs> then you should buy some Bitcoin then. Yeah, maybe you should buy some Bitcoin. It's stop fucking with me. No. Anyways. And then I remember there was one of my friends who, uh, you know, I, I regret this moment now, but he was making fun of me at a party. And I was like, I'll tell you what I'll do right now. I'm going to send you two Bitcoin and you can pay for your daughter, both of your daughter's college education with these Bitcoin in 18 years. <laughs> Guess what, motherfucker? I was right, bitch. I hope you're watching at some point because you can. You can pay for both of your daughter's college education with that Bitcoin now. And I hate myself a little bit, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> that happened. Um, so, uh, and then, I, I don't know, we just kept growing and growing and growing. And, uh, you know, we had some lofty dreams when it started, Corey. Like, remember, we were like, we're going to interview three women every 10 episodes. That's our, that's, and now it's like, and then for a while, like, we there was a long while we couldn't get any women on the shows. There's there wasn't a lot of women in crypto, yeah, and now there is. And when we found them, they just said no. Yeah, but we interviewed like what's her name from the International Monetary Fund. <laughs> Wayne said, "I wonder why." Yeah. Um. Why? 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 Wayne? Why are you? Uh. Well, we're very uh, you know, friendly to all types of people except Australians. Um, <laughs> well, for the for the for the first maybe, I don't know. 50 to 100 episodes, one out of two to three episodes, D would alienate some group of people. Yeah, it's hard. pretty bad. Like yeah. real hard. Yeah, those are definitely my glass ceilings. If I ever become popular in any front. Yeah, you're, uh, you're getting thrown on the bus immediately that's, through that's where, podcast episodes. That's where the buck stops. It stops in the <laughs> first like, 15 episodes of the Bitcoin podcast. Like, you need any other proof that he's a terrible human being? Like, he hates you. That's pretty much oh what they could God. just do and, and the rest of the world would be like, yeah, we're not going with them. Sorry. Yeah. Not voting for Demetrius Ferguson. So, uh, you know, it, it is what it is. You know, it's, you know sometimes... Sometimes it bees that way. So um, I don't know, Jesse. And then Jesse came into the Slack making money, being a baller. Yeah, Jesse, tell us more about like how you found us and mm -hmm. your experience in starting to get involved with this space and then why you stuck around. Hold up. Okay. Before we do that, I have to say, I knew I was going to be really good friends with Jesse when the first time I met him, his avatar in our Slack he had the same hair in real life. Like it was like, like it was just like his avatar was showing up on the screen and then it went to his webcam and it was actually him. And I was like, holy shit, you look just like your cartoon self. All right, we're gonna be best friends. And that was that was that was that was it. But anyways, go on, Jeff. So so the second half of that was like when I when I joined the podcast, I was super hyped, right? You know, everybody, I think during a bull run, right? You you kind of you you go uh, to reiterate what Corey and D just said. You go down the rabbit hole. I hate that phrase. We should come you up with a better phrase. You I, we should come up with a better phrase. Yeah. So uh, yeah, like I, I'd spent like a lot Going of time. Lemmy Winks, Lemmy Winks journey. Shh, let him talk, man. Oh, no, man. no. So 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 like yeah. You you wait a minute. <laughs> it's like yeah, exactly. Like what Wayne was saying. So here's the thing. Um, I learned a lot trading in 2017 i learned that um 
you can't always tell if you're winning in a bull market and if you're trading effectively because everybody's you know making money essentially and so the the second half of that story is yeah so i i learned a shit ton about um different projects that were in the space but then at the same time um a lot of the the paper profits that i was making it it just vanished right because i didn't have the wherewithal to know what to do with the money right and so exactly what wayne was saying Wayne, well, you have a lot of good quotes he says don't confuse smooth sailing good sailing with calm seas but yeah that's that's essentially what happened hmm. and i knew that there was value right there was value in the ability to send money through it in a decentralized fashion where you know um banks weren't intermediaries in the system and i guess when you when you when you learn more about the different projects that are available beyond bitcoin you see that this space does have a lot of more broad applications and for me that was kind of like the i'm very interested in this not necessarily for bitcoin and not necessarily for ethereum you know you see you see the numbers go up and then you 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 know you jump in right you can buy whatever of the token cuz you you know the number goes up and you're 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 interested right cuz that's usually I don't think anybody got into e-gold in the 90s because that that kind of collapsed in on itself. No. Um nobody trades, you know, uh virtual currencies from video games because you can't pull them out, I guess, for the most part, right? Real real world trading gets blocked. So I have a lot of experience like in in a lot of like video mm -hmm. games just trading stuff. And so when I saw like the opportunity to do that with a decentralized uh system of like multiple different types of projects i just thought no this is this is my bread and butter i can do this and so yeah look at she now got the bread and the butter well so here's the thing like it, it changed right it changed because then you realize oh money is like a plaything. like it's it's supposed to be our time but then it's also like it's mm. uh it's it's mm. probably better to do what you what you want to do and then that changed my perspective on a lot of different things right that's why I, it, it is mm -hmm. like you, like i think it's a time equals money well, it's by direction no it doesn't well, i mean it depends right like mm -hmm. i it think a, i think a, a person who once you get to a certain threshold of money or, or like having it and interacting with it um from like a i work for money and then i use it to pay my bills that's how you view it right it time like money mm -hmm. is a proxy for your work Mm -hmm. And then you realize that there's this whole other ecosystem of I can make money do things to to like without having to work. Like it's not it's not a direct relation to my physical input, the amount of things that I do. And, it, and I can yeah. make money for that. Whenever you start making money, do other yeah. things just because you have money instead of just like paying bills or food then you start to realize that it's, it's something beyond that. It's a proxy for power in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. But when you have mm -hmm. an excess amount of it, you can then use that power to gain more power. And there's a bunch of different, it's like it, you, your experience with what it is and what it's for and, and what about it changes. And, and, and if, if, I, if I am right about what Jesse's saying, it really changes your perspective on what you should be doing with your time. Yeah, 100%.
Yeah, exactly what Wayne was saying in the in the chat as well. He's saying converting yeah. to, uh, effort effort or time into money is one of the most inefficient ways to make money. I don't know what he means by seven streams. Oh, okay, like seven. Okay, like the we've, for those we've that are wondering or listening or, or or watching from YouTube, mm -hmm. uh, the, the patrons of of the Bitcoin podcast get access to backstage of this stream. So we have they have like a direct conversation with us while we're while we're doing yeah. this. That's only if you're a patron, though. You got to be a patron. <laughs> I don't think it's on that side, D. You got to be a patron. Go, go the other way. Ah, you know, we, we switch, bro. You got to be a oh, 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 at least it's not paying attention. There it is. You got to oh, be right. a patron. Oh, you're right. There we go. Oh, God, damn. Oh, fucking magic, bro. You got you to gotta be, be a patron. You got to be a You got to be a patron. All right, cool. That was dope. I love, I've been waiting to do that for years. Just didn't have the technology. We're there now. We did it. Look at us. Look look at moving, us. Moving. Um, <laughs> so for me, I, I get a little bit uh, philosophical a lot of the times. And when I first found Bitcoin and I fell into it, I read the white paper. Corey showed me. I know just enough about math to fuck shit up, but not enough to be like, I don't know, the beautiful mind. And I read the white paper and I was like, OK, this is this is very feasible. I knew just enough about cryptography and foundations of algebra that like, oh, this is real shit. I'm, I'm a fan. Um, and so I got fascinated with the other philosophical ideas of separating money and state. Like, that's a big deal to me. And um, as I get older, I, I'm kind of fascinated with how a bunch of humans can group together. And then from that grouping become, comes organization. And then from that organization comes emergent properties like government or emergent properties like um, communals or, or, or commissions or councils. And then all of a sudden you're fighting the thing that you birthed. So like now there's this never ending battle of man as the individual versus the machines that man builds to keep himself in check. Right. Like there's this never ending battle of that. And there's, and since there's a never-ending battle, both sides have tools. And you, you, and, and crypto, for the first time in a very long time in the era that we live in, gave more tools and more ammo back to the individual, um, I think. I don't know if you've been listening to the show for the past two years. I do say a lot like I feel like we didn't give any tools to the individual. We just gave really shiny, awesome, diamond-encrusted Call of Duty guns to the machines that we created to, to govern ourselves. Um, but when it first started, I was like, okay, this is a beautiful way to separate money from the state. We don't need a federal reserve. We don't need systems like that to guide us. And sorry, I only put quotations on that guide us and govern us. If we have a blockchain where we can audit ourselves and we can audit the things that we do from community to community, why spend billions and billions of dollars every single year to make sure that this one system stays intact when we can spend a lot less and just use blockchains to verify things. So it's a very like, uh, I don't know, lofty goal. And obviously now, what, almost eight, nine years into this crypto shit, uh, I see just how lofty and almost impossible that is. So uh, I'm still I'm still on that boat, kind of. My my views are a bit different, but you can't stop a human from humaning, Corey. And we have this really dangerous thing where we get we take the path of least resistance, and all we're gonna do is create new central entities to watch the central entity that is the blockchain. 
That's all we're going to end up doing. And it's going to be stupid and a uh, rhyme of what we do now, but that that's probably going to be the way things go. So um, I disagree, but I would like to shift because this is a, a kind of a, a an audience like mm-hmm. community thing we're going to do here is bring some mm-hmm. bring brings patrons into the uh, and bring the Wayne. Yeah, Wayne, Wayne you want to come in? So wait, should we do a commercial? Out. We got a commercial. Oh, Galicia has a commercial. Yeah, we should guys. do the commercial. We have a commercial, yeah, guys so. and gals. The Bitcoin Podcast Store. Everything must go. Buy now. March 31st. 2021 will be the last day. Yes, funny. <laughs> Speaking of the store, how appropriate, Wayne. Yeah, you can get What's shirts up. You can get yeah, shirts like that. You get this. Yeah. You, you can, can also like get this. <laughs> and you can also get this. Oh my god. That's top shelf GPP Holy. right there. Oh my god. Right. I, can't, I can't believe we made some of this. Oh shit. my god. The beanbag. <laughs> Is never gonna be in my house. <laughs> the boxing shorts, boxer shorts, never gonna be in my house. You're not gonna wear those. You're not gonna wear those. These nuts. Yeah. Oh, did Jeez. you? Yeah, <laughs> no, it's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. Mm, I forgot we made a polo. No, it was, it was a top shelf <laughs> That is a nice polo. It is. I I unboxed it, and even my wife said, "Oh, that's a nice polo." What's it say? <laughs> That's a GPP question. How did you how did you explain that to her? Well, I've involved her into my crypto. She was part of my crypto adoption a long time ago as well. So uh, being able to explain the acronyms quickly is something that we've we've done for decades now. So good. Good. Well, Damn. what do you want to talk to, Wayne, man? Like we, uh, you know, there's there's a lot happening in crypto all the time nowadays. It's definitely not follow one Reddit, subreddit, and you got it all. But if there's anyone that I've met in this entire space that can consume all <laughs> 1,000 inputs of crypto media and information and websites, it is this man right here <laughs> multitasking multitasking Jeez. all the time and there's just not enough time i think somebody put in the slack just a little bit ago there's just there's so much crypto and not enough time mm-hmm. yeah definitely and kudos to this entire environment alicia somebody put this in the where amazing put in the where should put in look at that in the slack? i think they put it in the slack i think this is so good <laughs> And it, it's not just good because of how bad it was before. It's legit good. 
bad it was. Okay, so I think I'm the only one who attended almost every one of D and Jesse's let's break this down, let's do yeah. the code, let's read the Wayne white paper. Is the ultimate. I, you know, is the ultimate. When I'm cooking, I've, I've, you know, and usually it's their they were doing their thing while it was time to cook. So it's like, well, I'll just have that on and I'll, and the audio was so bad. And the, and the echo is, is like, can you please learn this? And then you guys got clubhouse level. You, you guys are at the point where this is so pro. That's good. Well, that's good. Kudos to StreamYard, right? StreamYard has made a wonderful platform. I coded this. You know that, Wayne. You listened to me learn how to code. It's D's yard. We're in D's yard right now. D's yard. This is definitely Stream D. Sure. So StreamYard gets a new bar, but it still takes a ton of work. Just like OBS is a ton of work. Just like Slack Setting up a Slack is a ton of work. Setting up a WordPress site is a ton of work. No matter how easy the platforms make things, and this goes back to what you said, D, of, you know, hey, now we have a blockchain and we're going to have, are we going to have a centralized watchdog for a decentralized world? It's still, in order to be different, you still have to put in a delta of effort mm -hmm. in order to be better. Well, yeah, I agree. I mean, it, 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 it's the same thing we said at the beginning of this episode and what we've said throughout the entire time of, of like I, countless times throughout all the episodes we've ever done is like, we've always recommended that people want to do something that should just go do it. And this podcast is a testament to us just going and doing something and then getting better at it over time. And like literally we, the management of this Slack or sorry, of this of this podcast was in a Facebook messenger group. Like yeah. you had to go to Facebook go to your we didn't use messenger we actually just oh had the little tab at the bottom right of your screen and it was me d and cello who did everything mm -hmm. every single thing that happened with an episode planning brainstorming whatever happened yeah. in a messenger and then we i think did we use google hangouts in the beginning uh we tried for like a week and that went away fast no we what used, we would do we is like skype we used skype in the beginning remember we got really slick with it um i remember we would, skype we would put like a an asterisk if something was important so when we scrolled up we yeah. when we scrolled so up had, in the messenger like a process of like how to figure out how to discern between d and cello talking about pokemon cards and the wind uh, how dare you sir come on magic the gathering how dare whatever you? right i did like everything went in that channel and then finally slowly but surely we figured out how to like okay let's let's use trello to like manage guests and I, I had to sell them on that for a long time of like building a board of managing the process of uh contacting connecting scheduling performing publishing that thought you mean like that so we had that that became a part of the back end of managing the podcast then we leveled up the slack and that was a private thing that we did for like okay not every single thing that we say as a group has to go in the same facebook group let's have like contextualized yeah, over there, over there. We contextualize channels for conversations so that when we want to get back to a conversation, we know where to go. That then became the awesome community that it is today. Uh, and like just that type of thing. But like it wouldn't have started if we just didn't just start recording something and figure mm -hmm. it out. And then it sucked for a while. 
and this is going to be probably the next version of that. It's like it's going to suck oh, for yeah. a while. This is going to suck yeah, for we'll a while. We'll get better at it. But we're, <laughs> man, we're going to get really good. It's fun. Like it's always been fun, right? We just did it. We did enough to make yeah. it fun. So let's 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 move away from us. This has been quite an origin story. We've been talking about ourselves for almost an hour. Um, it always gets awkward when you're talking about yourself. Let's talk about some bona fide crypto stuff. Let's do it. The origin story of crypto. Uh, so I am Satoshi Nakamoto. For everyone who <laughs> just Googled Bitcoin, and you're like, who's this Satoshi Nakamoto guy? It's me. I love anime and manga when I was a kid. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to make a Japanese name. I'm going to roll with it. And it's fucking crazy, right? So, uh, no, no. We're not going to talk about the origins of Bitcoin. Do we need to? Does, I feel like we do a shittier story than the internet would explaining that. But there was this guy or people named Satoshi Nakamoto. He said, hey, I made this digital currency. I think it's called Bitcoin, a peer-to-peer digital currency system, a digital cash system. Digital cash. Digital cash system. Um, and he released a white paper. For those of you that have known what a white paper is, you're probably less than 10 years old. But for those of you that do. Um, that is not true. <laughs> really? No, it's 15, 18. I, I, I never even heard the term white paper until I, until I read Bitcoin, the Bitcoin paper. Why you put me on the spot? That please? is strange. I would not have academic. expected that. Well, we just call them articles. You're a scientist. <laughs> we call we call oh, them you just call them articles? articles? You don't call them white papers? No, because well, white, well, white science, paper is not Scientists don't do the white papers. It's really a technology thing that was white paper, mm. I think. Really? Yeah. Mm. I don't know. White papers, red books from IBM. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that wasn't, that was, that was lost on me. You mean white papers I read in 2017? Jesus Christ. I'm so glad we don't have to do that. But that was for ICO, right? That's still after Goodness. his point. You're, you're not helping his point. His point is he didn't hear about white paper until it, it was the Bitcoin white paper. True that. Right. And um, so I think Hal Finney's the first person who was like, first yeah, I'm going to try this Bitcoin stuff out. The first transaction on yeah. Bitcoin was from Satoshi to Hal Finney. Right. No, that's not true. The first transaction yeah. was from Satoshi to himself, sending himself no, that, all those coin well, bases for mining. If you're, if you're counting a, a reward, just, a block reward as a transaction, then that's that's incorrect. You can't do that? The minor reward isn't the transaction. Why do they call it the coin base? The coin base. Queen base. Coin base. Oh, I'm getting learned. This isn't, you know, these are old dog new tricks. Let's walk through the white paper. No, we're not going to do that. We can't do that. It's another time. It's already been done. <laughs> um, we're not going to go into all that. Let's fast forward the clock. Nobody needs to know that. Just like, you know, you know, they just don't. Um, now we're here today where we have Bitcoin. We have Ethereum. We have all the rest. Uh, Litecoin, uh, Namecoin, OneCoin. Do we, are there still colored coins I hanging out? Namecoin and OneCoin are doing. OneCoin. OneCoin's terrible. On? Is this one? On? OneCoin was the scam. Namecoin is still a OneCoin was a scam. We interviewed Jamie Bartlett of that like wrote that did the whole like NPR yeah series on OneCoin, which for some reason I had never heard of until I listened to that episode that, that series. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's part of it. 
Wayne, uh, thank you for reminding me. He just reminded me in the chat. We had a Bitcoin while he's in the show. (laughs) (laughs) That actually is Satoshi Nakamoto right there. Uh, Nobody can find him. He's there. He's he's there. Nobody can find him. He disappeared. You know, and you can see his disgruntled face with the the state of things. Uh, Sorry. There's a long story behind that. You part of that, I guess, part of the network is we we tried to make a network. Yeah, so we had a bunch Wayne? of podcasts. At one point, we had ten different podcasts all running through the same podcast feed, oh, yeah, and we all would all feed. we would, yeah, we would all finesse to make them different feeds. Yeah. We were like, uh, "Wait a second! Like, how many, uh, you know, how many podcasts do you have on this the Bitcoin podcast?" And we were like, 10. You know, just roll with it, baby." And so uh, that was interesting. We we tried. Uh, what ended up happening is that turned into management for me and Corey, and we were like, "What? Oh, we have a book." Wayne's holding our book. <laughs> a bunch of things. <laughs> That's what we're saying. Not just, a bunch of things. just just take one step at a time and just figure it out. Uh, this is so gonna there's... be a long show. Wayne's gonna have like more and more stuff. Wayne to talk knows about. more about us than we do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dang, the book of Satoshi. Definitely. You need this if you want origin story. You need yeah. this if you want to understand the evolution of how the Bitcoin podcast engaged its adoption message with the hundreds of hosts that they've had so far yeah this is the origin story especially especially if you go in order right this this isn't necessarily in order it's in alphabetical order i think yeah but that speaks and it helps the show right you still definitely still have that um and hopefully We'll get around to volume two someday if we ever figure out how to organize and get that volume two well, out. Kelly was a graphic designer. So he was like, hey, I made a book in my spare time. We're like, we did what? Yeah, it was, it was pretty <laughs> He's dope. Like, yeah, I made a book. And so like, he, he, he compiled every episode that we've ever done. If this is the first time listening, um, that has an interview with it. We've asked the guests, like, can you describe Bitcoin? And then that expanded to blockchain or Ethereum in 10 words or less. And the book is called, can you describe Bitcoin, Ethereum, blockchain in 10 words or less? And the goal of that, and I, we always, we always wanted like a, like a, like a hook, right? Something we do every episode, but we didn't like make, we don't want the, the show to be too kitschy. And, but the goal of that was like always awesome. Cause it distilled what the guests thought about the technology in a very few words. So they like, they're everyone, when you say like, Hey, can you describe Bitcoin? And you say like, they're like, yeah, give me an hour. And we can, give me a podcast. Then, yeah, give me a podcast. Then we can maybe <laughs> talk about it. Then you might get an idea. And then at the end of that, they're like, what? And so like forcing them to use less than 10 words, forced them to like get to the core of why they thought it was important in a lot of ways. Or like, like the ultimate nugget of how they viewed things. And then watching that, like first off, watching the variance of answers from all the different people we mm-hmm. interviewed because we've interviewed like call girls to leader like to industry leaders across mm-hmm. the board uh and, and like watching the variance of how they viewed the technology and then watching how that kind of i don't know average changed over time as the, as it got more popular and changed and 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 got better or more adopted or whatever and so on and so forth so like the answers you get today maybe one at a 15 or close to the same as what you'd get back then they're very bet they're very, a lot better they're like seven words or less bitcoin is money 
Uh, you know, Bitcoin is money for robots. I think we had crystallized robot sweat, which was a really good one. Robot sweat. Um, that was a really good one. Um, a way for people to move money without a third party. That was a good one. It might not be the same five years from now. But, um, you know, it's a good way to see. Um, and that was that's one thing that I, I remember because we used to make remember we would make a question spreadsheet. Here's questions Corey's going to ask questions. I'm going to ask questions. Chelo's going to ask. And at the bottom, I just put we need to see if people can Dr. Seuss this tech, because if they can't Dr. Seuss this tech, then it's never going anywhere. Right. And so at the time, I wanted to see if anyone could Dr. Seuss it. And now I feel like we've finally gotten to that point where people are Dr. Seussing it. It's short, it's sweet, it's simple, and it sticks. Is Jesse's screen frozen or he's just like no. a robot? No. Um, just, Jesse, really uh, quiet. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> listening. Yeah. There's a 70 30 chance that Jesse is a part of the Terminator franchise's time. Oh, my God. Oh like, my he's God. he's very robotic sometimes. He's very. Come on. He's very no, I'm kidding. So anyways, no, we, we, we've had a lot of experiences. We've done a lot. I mean, we tried to do Artemir or whatever. That, that was so dumb. Can't believe we wasted oh, so dude, much we, time. We tried to that. make a fight. We tried to How make a fight you. app. A UFC <laughs> fight app. Yeah. Uh, for a long time. We're like my fighter, dude. That was good. My fighter is a good name. Oh, yeah. The make it <laughs> the rain make app. it rain app. We had some good uh, one. Uh, my fighter is a great idea. Make it rain is an idea. Artemir is a world changing idea. Oh, God. I it's a make... world changer. I wanted anyways. to make time coin, which was like um, a how did I how did I phrase it? Uh, I've had all kinds of ideas over the. You know years. what's funny though, Corey, is all that has distilled out to Bitcoin Corey's vision. It's the only. Oh yeah, so we made Bitcoin Corey's vision <laughs> NFTs. I have I have minted a thousand of them. Uh, we don't know what to do with them yet. Did you really? Oh, I mint. There's a, there are a thousand Bitcoin Corey. Bitcoin Corey's vision. I can add like, additional yeah. details to them so we can make like like tiers of Bitcoin Corey's vision. Yeah. But there can only be a thousand of whatever we make. Period. Uh, so we can do like, you know, like founders tier, GPP tier, whatever. We can add different visuals to each of these tiers and then descriptions and titles and stuff. But like there's only a thousand of them. I How feel like we should we should make one that's just like a handful of them, like maybe 10 and then just give them one to each one of us, including Wayne and everybody who's helping, you know, Daniel, um, Alicia, Andy, that'd be cool. Just like as a memento. Okay. All right. We'll, 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 we'll discuss that. It's like, what, like, what are some good ideas? That's kind of like yeah. some, like, what are some ideas on what we can do with thousands? So Joe gets one Joe Blau, yeah. because he told me to do it. And I, did Oh it. really? Okay. That was him. Um, so like he should probably get whatever it is because the whole community, whoever is like is interacting with us on a daily basis, like we just hand them out because like without without everybody like who's active, we wouldn't have been able to like get all this far. It's crazy. Oh, for real. Yeah, the community, like the active community that exists today, gets whatever it is that's the more scarce version of BCV, which is going <laughs> to be the greatest thing of all time. Yeah. Uh, when you say you're community, gonna, like your grandkids, when you say community, else. most times communities have like a central place where they can gather and stuff where they're going to have like barbecues and be communal. What would you call that place? Joe's Island. But what would you call that? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I think you I think you call it Slack. 
Yeah, go to the BitcoinPodcast.com. Join the Slack. You'll get educated. You might even get a fucking job. You might make some money. There's a lot that goes on in there. Don't you know why? Been, uh, there have been a good number of people who have joined the Slack, participated, asked questions, and gotten jobs from the connections they've made inside. These are facts, you know. These are facts, you know. When you join the BitcoinPodcast.com, sorry, go to the BitcoinPodcast.com, join the Slack, you'll be a part of our network. Also, uh, there have been, I think, two, maybe two people who have been booted from the Slack. Mm, I remember one. I don't use yeah. It's actually the same person, but oh, uh, it was two literally the same person, just different, different mm-hmm. instances of the same human. That means we moderate. And we don't, well, uh, we're pretty, not about that pretty crazy stuff. My band hammer isn't very strong, but yeah, you, you, you break some rules. And it doesn't come out often, but it is strong. I like your, I like your style, Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, you could be a personal life coach, Wayne. You just make people feel so good about themselves. <laughs> this would be your side gig. Here's what not to do with your life. Yeah. You see, <laughs> <laughs> make people feel real good about themselves you know my choices don't seem that bad have you have you met yeah. top shelf gpp man yeah top top. Shelf. the funny thing is, is you're gonna have to yeah, explain did we, that did we, did we, that. Did we, did we be payroll what are you talking about it's like a 3d microphone. printed thing is that right? like the, it looks like the boom stick on your microphone to the right this one yeah, my mind or it looks like it's made of yours yeah oil. yours wayne no it's just a pop filter yeah uh i'm talking about no, that no. other part that yeah so you don't hear the microphone moving whenever he moves it because he's not using that microphone he's using i'm using this one yeah yeah he I has can 18 microphones myself. Don't know. Yeah. and three cameras and headphones live Dude, wayne which microphone am i using hold on <laughs> i should show you guys my setup Oh, oh no. shit! Are we gonna cut to the round table? Or are we doing something different? No. Or cut to the interview? Or we're doing something different with this. This is it. Yeah, there's no interview here. Um, so one of the things that um, one of the things I keep saying in this episode, you've heard me say, it, is this natural centralization of things, and I think it's occurring right right underneath us, Corey, Jesse, Wayne. Like, um, I see that uh, not a grayscale keeps buying crypto like it's going out of style. Like, eventually. They're gonna be a market in and of themselves because they have so much crypto, right? They're making it's a one-way up. trust, so it's set up that way. Yeah, it's it, like, it can only consume. It it doesn't. The grayscale trust only is one way, and then people buy shares of the of grayscale trust. trust. Yeah, right. So the grayscale is a is a ever growing entity. Yeah. So for those, the it's very large. Like Barry Silbert is probably crazy rich right now and he's it's sorry i don't even want to think about it but nevertheless um uh, i was saying this two weeks ago on the show and i was like what wealthy people do not rich people because there's a difference there and i don't want to sound like a rapper but wealthy and rich there's two different things all right what wealthy people do is get a big old mountain of a thing they think is going to be valuable someday and then start and just set it there and let it not move prove that they own it and then make value off of a bunch of shit that they invent that you, the person who's not wealthy, starts buying. Or they go talk to politicians and put some legalese in the way that the way you live your everyday life is actually leeching off of that mountain of wealth that they have, right? And so that's what Grayscale Bitcoin is doing. They're like, I'm gonna keep building this 
giant mountain of wealth. And you're not going to get my wealth, but you're going to get this little piece of paper that says that you have access to like a flavor of my wealth. And that's what that's what you get with uh, GBTC. You get a I think every share of GBTC is is it a hundred, a hundred one, or it's it's a little bit more than one one thousandth. So it's it's less than one one thousand. So if you if you split a Bitcoin into a little bit more than one thousand pieces, that is what each share is currently worth. Yeah. And so it represents that much that they guarantee that there's going to be that much. And accredited investors can buy direct. They can invest direct and then they fund it and then they have a vesting period for how long they get the shares. So that's what does the premium that people talk about and complain about. Interesting. Just go buy Bitcoin. Now you said accredited. So like, well, no, no. So the problem is you can't just go buy Bitcoin if you yeah. don't know how to do your own keys. If you if you're you not tech savvy, if you Coinbase don't, I mean, it's pretty easy these days. That's not your own. It's you not your, your own. own crypto, I would right? call it a. I would call it a a closer version of your own than Grayscale is. Sure, sure, it is because they're. I mean, both of them have legal yeah. structures to ensure that. The custody, the the customer still gets their fair share, so to speak. What what is counterparty to risk to them? Mm -hmm. um, but one of the biggest differences is with Grayscale, you can have access, you can use tax advantaged accounts in order That's to be able one. to participate. That's most definitely the big one: is the avail mm -hmm. the ability to incorporate yeah. it into your standard investment portfolio. Yeah, as you can't do yet. That I'm aware of. You, you, you can. can. There's there's ways to associate an IRA, and mm -hmm. I think you guys had them on your yeah. uh, your podcast, um, where you can set up an IRA for for retirement. Yeah, yeah. Well, oh, you're talking about Bitwage, who you you can set up a Bitcoin 401k with with Bitwage. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, this episode is brought to you by Bitwage. Uh, go to <laughs> bitwage.co. And See how uh, fast Alicia is with the with the with the images on the top right. It's not. It's <laughs> definitely you can't not. Handle bro. Your, random, your random endorsements. <laughs> no one can hang in this. No one can. Hang in. Like, no one needs no. the random <laughs> snowflakes coming in. Um, we should get sponsored by Bitwage. Fuck, we interviewed him three times. He loves us. Hey, if you're not watching, you know, sponsor us, Bitwage guy. There is a very um, real possibility that we can put your icon on the top. <laughs> right of our screen and d will point at it and say your name <laughs> wayne will join in too yeah, wayne, we'll all point it but d's gonna touch it <laughs> okay um so grayscale you're talking about grayscale yes being grayscale. too rich and you don't like it uh, it's not that i don't like it i'm fine with it make as much make as much money as you want to in the system that's provided right i think you're getting at it like it's all going to go into becoming like What's the uh, point? The old, the nothing old infrastructure is, nothing, centralized. What I'm saying is that, go ahead, Jesse, go ahead, go ahead. Is that what you're trying to say? I'm just like that, that decentralization is going to basically go yeah. away and we're going to have centralized old, you know, same similar infrastructure, centralized crypto. Um, <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Bitwage. Get your wage on, get your bid on both at the same time, baby. You trying oh. to retire? Huh? Small origin story. <laughs> oh, it hit like throwback. Dogs. Yeah, I believe I know what Corey's gonna say because we're kindred spirits. I used to make jingles for every sponsor that we had on yep. the spot, but like during like they were like, "Hey, we got a sponsor." I'd be like, "Word, all right, what's their name?" All right, I'm making a jingle, 
and that would be that. And then we started selling it. Like we sold it as like, and you're gonna get a custom jingle that Dude, D, D makes up. What's I up? just realized something. We can use Rarible and you could do custom jingles and sell the MP3 track as yeah. an NFT. That's what we could do. Look at us. For like uh for like a patron tier, you could do their yeah. voicemail. You know, like NPR does voicemails for people. Yeah. yeah. I can make a I can make a fucking jingle for Bitwage right now off the dome. Let's see if I can do this. You're headed towards retirement. It's coming around the corner. All your friends have it saved. You'll sound like a sage because you went with Bitwage. <laughs> I can't rap, but I can make a fucking jingle. All right. So, <laughs> so anyways, um, what was I gonna say? We were still talking. We charge for that. I don't. Just we should. I'm good with it. Until they pay us. <laughs> Any brand. Just random. Just random icons at the top right of this episode from the. Rest Any of the brand. This episode Jesus. brought to you by. Godzilla. Godzilla. Get at it. Wayne, I know you don't like when I say things like this, but my pants are getting tight. For the first time of a live stream. Oh, we just had ten <laughs> viewers. We had double-digit viewers for the first time on our YouTube ever, and uh, they just went away. And they're gone now. But we had double-digit viewers, so I was going to put this up and be real timely. Like, please like, share, like, subscribe, follow, and wow. review our show. So we, can, <laughs> so we can, you know, ding the bell. Ding it. Dang. You know, I missed it. I missed it. But anyways, let's go back there. Um, <laughs> it's awful. So what I'm saying is, like, um, we're not necessarily changing much except for repeating the same things that history says. Like, history rhymes. That's the old saying was it? Hold on. Let me use my um, Negro Dama's voice. Um, you know, history doesn't repeat, but history show does rhyme. All right. And that's what we're going to do. All your GPTCs, all everyone who's buying crypto by mountain loads right now is going to find some legal way or some programmatic way for everyone who didn't get in on it to use a derivative of their wealth. Negro Damas. Buckets, baby. Hold on. Where's that sign that says, prove me wrong? Chef. Prove me, Change prove my me mind. wrong. Change, Change my, mind. my mind. Where do you, why do you say that? There's two. So one of the things you guys said earlier is that money equals time. If you have more money, you can buy yourself more time. And as it starts compounding, your time compounds. Right? So wealthy people have the benefit of having a lot of time so they can get ahead of curves. And there's something that I said to anyone who listens to the gibbity goop garbledy gop that I spout on Facebook. And that is what wealthy people do is figure out that you're supposed to go right about 500 miles before everyone else. And then when everyone is getting 250 miles from that point, they say, Hey, you're supposed to go left. And everybody starts going left. Meanwhile, they're paving the roads to the right. They're putting up tolls. They're putting up neighborhoods. They're putting up things people can use. They're developing that property, baby. And then when everybody who's been going left for for years figures out, oh, damn, I was supposed to be going right. Let me turn around and go right now. Well, guess what? Now you got to pay the troll toll, baby. You got to pay the healthy man's troll toll on his developed land and his developed roads and his developed neighborhoods and everything. And that's just the way that it goes. So I think that every single time Warren Buffett and gets on stage and he's like, Bitcoin is trash. That old motherfucker knows that one of his company owns a bunch of Bitcoin. One of his companies owns a bunch of crypto. And he's not even worried because the land's already being developed. 
He doesn't care. He's just buying himself more time for the people that don't have time and they aren't going to figure out that they need to be going right. So part of that, that first off, like traditionally speaking, I agree with that. What I care about uh, with respect to this technology, and there's a very non-zero chance the dogs are going to start barking in the middle of this conversation. So I'm going to try and get it out. Uh, is that, yeah, they're going to do that. People are going to do that because that's what people do. Like if, if there is a desire to get at a specific thing, people who understand that early are going to build those roads and take a fee in the process of facilitating getting that thing. And in the past, when people did that, you didn't have a choice. You just had to use the roads they built. What have we done with big, like, networks like Bitcoin? <laughs> Motherfucker. Look at you, man. You need to go to Vegas. <laughs> well, so, while we wait for him. So, so <laughs> D, let me ask you. Let's say somebody mined Litecoin really early at a low price and then mm -hmm. sold it for a lot more later. Isn't that the same thing? What do you, same thing as? Same thing as being early and having a benefit that someone else doesn't have. That's very true. But now you've only increased your benefit in, I guess, the, the traditional or what do they say, incumbent system. Uh, you haven't done anything in the new system. And what I think Barry Silbert and the like, and even Elon Musk's company now, because they have so many billions and all these companies, and now they have the money to blow to create a unit or a department to figure out how to build and pave those roads and build those neighborhoods and build those tolls in the new system while everyone's still focused on the old one, right? I mean, there's things happening right now that they happen so slowly, but they're happening fast when you zoom out on time. That does anybody like? I read the article just this morning while I was eating my cereals that uh, China's economy created 200 billionaires last year. 200 billionaires in China were created last year. That's a lot of money. But all that says to me is that, like, oh, dollars really aren't going to mean that much. 50, well, 20 to 30 percent of of all the m1 money supply that's ever been made was printed in the last year as well so you're going to get just like the pinball machines went from 100 is really really high to 20,000 million is really really high the term millionaire and billionaire is going to lose its luster yeah it's so, going to lose its funk so, so so make it not just relatable but make it applicable to what does the 200 billion mean does it just mean there was much more money, so there's going to be more billionaires? Or does it mean that there were literally that many more people to distribute the billionaire title to? I don't know. I think either way it makes, to me, either way, it seems that the dollar is going to not be that big of a deal like this, this century, right? There's going to be something that usurps it, something that's, and when I say big deal, Jesse, I'm talking about store of value or not store of value because those are gimmicky terms nowadays. Weird that economy is gimmicky. Thank you, crypto. But, uh, but we're so much more knowledgeable about the function of money thanks to crypto. Without crypto, you don't care about what a unit of account is, uh, uh, a, a system of currency, um, you know, the monetary the pieces. Yeah. The M1, M2, M3, these are terms that only really, really deep dive geek money people and really cared about. But now I would Everybody say the awareness them. 
is has expanded and therefore we're better off for that very true i agree with that what i was going to say before the dogs really interrupted me again was that like all fucking dogs dogs don't 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 buy dogs (laughs) you want to do podcast episodes don't have dogs or friends uh the, the difference that happens now is that like in the in the previous iterations of hey this is valuable people don't understand it yet let's build roads and charge people for them you didn't have a choice to not use the roads that they built now you do and if 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 in it when the foundation is a equitable system for value transfer which is what these blockchain networks actually are then it's much 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 harder to build something on top of it that demands you use their system. All they're doing is providing a further level of convenience in a lot of ways. But for those who don't like what they're doing, they can always choose to leave the system and use use the foundational level, which is something we've never had before. Mm-hmm. And that's like that's like the in my opinion the most important thing is because when people start acting up, you can you can actually exit the system. Yeah. And and you can't have this like slow shift towards ultimate control and taking advantage of those who have no other options because there's no other way to do it. Rent seeking becomes a lot harder if everyone is more educated about how the system works. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And so like if so like people start complaining like, hey, we we learned how to like. Well, I'm just gonna Coinbase is a wonderful system. It's a great example for this type of thing. Uh, and the extent that they become evil in some future version of Coinbase, right? It's like in some in some world where like people learned how to buy Bitcoin or Ethereum or other cryptocurrency by signing up with Coinbase and using it, which is a custodial system, meaning they hold the keys, so it's not really your your coins. Uh, and they're like, hey, I don't like that they they as a company, Coinbase, made this decision. Uh, but I don't really know what's going on. Someone could be like, hey, let me show you how to take your money off of Coinbase and use the exact same thing mm-hmm. on the foundational system because they're just a custodian. It's okay. like, here's another set of roads that you didn't know existed that are that cannot be changed, that cannot be altered by a small group of people. Use those instead. It may be a little more difficult to get to or like you need to do a little more learning to understand the responsibilities of using these roads but they're always going to be there and you can't stop that, which is like the greatest thing ever. Or, oh, you don't like that? Well, there's another service that built it, that built the service that built on top of Bitcoin that's just as convenient and they didn't do that. Use that instead. And there's there's no like, and the facilitation of taking your money from Coinbase, and once again, I love Coinbase. They're not bad. It's just an example. Taking your money from Coinbase and moving it to the system it's easy. It's the same thing. And that's like, that's, that, that's, that's the whole point is that people cannot build the roads and force people to use them. This is, these are facts, but here's the thing that you got, that you missed that I, that I believe you underestimate Corey. And I think you should start estimating it appropriately. People don't use roads cause they have to, they use them out of convenience. Oh yeah. I agree. That's a big part of it. Until they get mad. If I needed to get to work right now, I could take an A to B point, but there's going to be some upset houses. There's going to be some upset. <laughs> there's going to be upset businesses. I okay. might die. So people take people take roads out of convenience. 
what you're talking not, about is like almost like ossification, right? Like, yeah. um, as something becomes the standard way to do things, people build off of that. That makes it more difficult to do something else yeah. because you can't do all those other things that are built off of it. Yeah. Do you think Bitcoin has reached a level in, in terms of adoption where it has essentially ossified itself as one of the major pathways? No. I don't think so yet. I don't think so. Sometimes, though, I just do like to pet it. <laughs> you know. I think, I think that, that is that's similar to what we were talking about in the Slack last week about Ethereum enabling DeFi. Ethereum price has gone up. The congestion is high. The gas fees are high. And so now all the little shops on the super highway that's known as Ethereum, there's a bunch there, but it's expensive to get to it. So someone built another highway, BNB. Someone built another highway, Adam. Someone built another highway, Avalanche. And so it's cheaper to go build your stores on those super highways in the meantime. And it's another exit. It's another, it's another uh, explosion of I innovation i mean i think it's like a, these, these are all communities in a lot of ways like that's that's kind of the main thing that like this, what's most fundamental about blockchain networks is uh the people that use them like the only mm -hmm. thing that gives bitcoin value is the fact that people use it and, and they're willing to exchange it and so that community that decides that bitcoin is a the thing they want to use for transfer of value gives it value if those people yeah. weren't there bitcoin would not have value and so you end up building it's a, you, you know, I think it's more reasonable to think about all of this in terms of like communities interacting with each other. Ethereum and bridges are, are just like a way to overlap communities or transfer value from one community to another. And that's an interesting part about it in a lot of ways that I find that I'm recently fascinated about is that we're now able to take value derived in one community and remove it and take it to a different community and give it and give it and, and like, and you have like a one-to-one -one mapping of that value. One-to-one. Interesting. Maybe not. You have options and kind yeah. of the mapping of that value. It can be one-to-one. -one. So you can actually remove value from one community and take it to another one. It's no longer oh, in the previous one. Yeah. I want to ask something. So do you think that there will be premier chains like Bitcoin because it's so shitty? Do you think it will have this like my shit on on Bitcoin or my shit on Ethereum, even though the gas fees are so expensive or say the hash rate and, and the mempool jacks up um, Bitcoin fees? Do you think that there's still going to be this idea or not still, but there will be this idea that um, my stuff is better. Like, say you have an NFT on Ethereum versus an yeah, NFT man. on oh, Wax. Sure. Absolutely, right? Yeah, man. We're gonna, my, my shit's on Absolutely. NFT. It's 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 on Ethereum. It's Absolutely. it's way better than yours. I'm I'm curious to see what the social dynamics are of this. And yeah, the tribal. Well, that's with anything. I mean, someone will say, "Hey, I'm on YouTube versus Clubhouse versus Twitch versus mm -hmm. DLive. I'm on Apple versus Android." You know, there's. I'm on CBS versus ABC versus MTV. I mean, there's always going to be a segregation because attention is limited. Yeah. And like the, the communities associated with, with viewing that content and the attention is yeah. different. How, yeah. how a community views a specific piece of content, whether or not the content is the exact same is different. Yeah. Yeah. How they cater.
And like, mm. just yeah, Jesse, because humanity is the dumbest smart animal on the planet. Like we're like even cavemen were probably like, you know, what's dope is I got red rocks. And then caveman B was like, yeah, but how? Bitcoin red. Like, Bitcoin yeah. red. Yeah, Bitcoin red. There's <laughs> oh, color. Yeah, yeah. There's color colored Bitcoin. Bitcoin. So like caveman B is like, yeah, but how though? I just have regular colored rocks. My rocks I picked from over there. He's like, yeah, but mine are red. <laughs> Get on my level. So you know, like that's that's just the way we do things. Like yeah. there's no difference between a Toyota Avalon and a Lexus. Same guts, same everything. You know, uh, the only thing that makes it different is us. In 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 video games, there's this idea that um, somebody actually looked in the game code in terms of um, how new an item that is labeled, say, factory new. So they have wear types of like, let's say, guns in, in Counter Strike, right? So there they there are designations between factory new, which is the most pristine condition. You have minimal wear, and then you have um, all the way down to battle scarred, which is the worst, right? So you have five different wear types. Now, amongst the factory new, you have this idea that each of the factory news is not alike. They all have unique floats where the lower the float value, the more pristine the actual uh, gun condition. So I think we're probably going to see something similar to that in terms of my my stuff, my NFT is parked is is like it meets the fact the the criteria of it's made by the the original creator even if they made some duplicate of this item that you know further down the road mine is higher up the blockchain than yours mine is on ethereum mine is like and so i think you're gonna have these different qualities like everybody's gonna become like an nft assessor potentially in terms of like what is most valuable or more valuable more valuable than another thing Whereas you have multiple copies of the same thing, one will inherently have more value because of where it is, who, what, what time it was made. And so these are going to be just, I, I think I'm going to get into more into the NFT space, but I think these are going to be factors that will be valued in the future. Yeah. So I can't really read that, Alicia, but is that please the, uh, explain my, it. My, my trusted tyrant there, despot comparison? I think it might be. We could. She's gonna give us some comments. Hold on, let me look at the other one. Oh wait, guys, people been talking to us. These guys are amazing. I don't know who Keeves is, but I love you instantaneously. I'll break bread with you. Uh, I'm gonna let you guys wrap up. I'm gonna take off. Thank you for inviting me. Join the patron for anyone else who wants to really kind of get some elite access to these tight pants. Please make sure you join the patron group. And uh, I'm going to take off so you guys can wrap up. And yep. thanks again. Thanks. Thanks, Wayne. And the link to the Patreon is in the show notes, maybe. I don't know if we do stuff like that, but I'm, I'm going to have faith in the <laughs> The link to the Patreon is down there, over there. It's somewhere. I'm going to say things that, that are going to be done and hope that uh, yeah. it gets done. If it doesn't, then whatever. It's fine. <laughs> All right. So, um, you know, thank you guys. I think we can wrap, right? It's been a pretty lengthy episode. Pretty good for our, us. Yep. Um, you know, so thank you guys for tuning in that came live. Uh, we had probably one of the best live shows we've ever done. And I'm really excited about this. As You know, um, if you want to join the Patreon, go to the patreon.com, search for the Bitcoin podcast, uh, and you will find us. We have several tiers of patronage. Patronage. Is it patronage or patronage? <laughs> I say patronage. 
because I'm fucking fancy and I use Premier blockchains, bitches. Sorry, excuse my language, dad that, and mom. That could be a thing, you know? Premier yeah. blockchain. Definitely. Like I use Premier. Like Since I use Premier blockchain technology, <laughs> my patronage. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> imagine if I talk like that every day. I'll have a McDouble, please. Excuse me. What's the difference between a McDouble and a double cheeseburger? Oh, an extra slice of cheese, you say? I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Join the Slack. No, the BitcoinPodcast.com. Join the Slack. Um, I know what you're thinking to yourself. I'm asked to join so many things and do so many things. Well, you know, uh, stop being a bitch. Okay, so when you join the Slack, you've, you get introduced into the Bitcoin Podcast Network. It's a community of brilliant thinkers, brilliant actors. People in there have gotten really great positions in crypto companies. If, if you're looking to make a change and you're looking to learn about crypto really fast at a level of depth and breadth that affords you the opportunity to go to a crypto company and say, hey, I want to work with you and be a part of those communities that Corey's talking about where you get in on that ground floor. All of a sudden you're given tens of thousands of tokens in a program. And then next thing you know, Hashtag, this is an investment advice. Yeah, next thing you know, you're like, holy shit, I have a lot of dollars. This is crazy, right? This has happened several times in our Slack community, and it's happening every year, easily. Um, not only that, you'll learn about Bitcoin. You'll learn about Ethereum. You'll learn about Doge, which why do you want to learn about Doge? I got some upgrades. Jesus Christ. Who's working on Doge? Because I know it's not Jackson Palmer. I, don't know. I know it's for a him. fact it ain't him. But anyways, uh, you'll learn about Doge. I guarantee no one's working on it. But I'd, oh I'm my curious God. to see. Someone just asked for the Wakanda accent. Hold up. On Let me YouTube. see if I can bring it back. Uh, all right. Um, I can't even remember that accent. Hold up. Um, Gen- generic black. Yeah. Generic African. Generic like that was that was what he did, right? Like was there he didn't he didn't pull it from any specific place. It was just, no, like, he just, just an very, African accent. It is a very generic African accent. No, I can't do it. You put me on the spot, Andy. Mm, no, you can do it. I know you 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 I've done it before. every single time. In uh no, nah, I'll, I'll have to do it next time. It's just not hitting me. I mean, you got me on the spot and I couldn't do it. Um <laughs> they go practice for a while. <laughs> come back, come back with a yeah. heart. This is uh you can join the bitcoinpodcast.com slack if you would like. Yes, that's good. That's as close as I'm going to get tonight. Um, what else do we do, Corey? We've got a book, right? Um, which you can't, book. yeah, you can't get the book anymore. So, yeah, that's a, that's those are a, now, those are physical NFTs. That's a real NFT that you can't get fungible, anymore. Fungible, I guess. Those are physical uh, fungible tokens for the first yeah. false subtotal supply. On Apple Podcasts, uh, please leave us a rating. Uh, if you're listening to this for the first time, we know there's about 3,000 of you that are listening to our show for the first time this week. Um, why don't you go ahead and leave us a rating on Apple Podcasts, and then next week we'll actually get into some crypto content, and not just an origin story of us, but every once in a while we got to check in with who we are, right? It's deep. It's like a Michael Jackson song from the early 80s. Um, I think I'm giving the shout-outs now. Were you good? I was, before you did that, I was I – was, immediately informed that I was wrong about the generic African accent that wasn't real. Apparently, Chad, uh, mm-hmm. Chadwick. Chadwick studied yep. the, uh, uh, some South yes. African accent. 
Um, I don't want to do an African accent because there's a chance my sister-in-law is watching this and she is African, so I'm not sure. I don't want those. I don't want that drama right now. Um, is it? Would, would it be bad yeah. for you to misrepresent an African accent in the process of trying to do the Wakandan accent? I'll do a Wakandan accent right now if you do an Irish accent. And Jesse, you're good. You don't have to participate. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> I don't know I how to do that. In your face. You were like, I don't want any part of this. I don't want any part of this. It's always like a, it's like it, every time I pull for an Irish accent, it's always like a, it's, it's so leprechaun. Scottish, isn't it? Well, Scottish and Irish are very different. But like whenever I think about an Irish one, it's always, it's, it's melodic and it's very like, you feel like you're watching the Lucky Charm. <laughs> right. Yeah. They always go up at the end of a season. Oh, don't you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, would you like a great like sandwich like a... and some tomato sauce? Yeah. Huh? That's Scottish. You got to go up you at the end Scottish. of the season. You got full Scottish there. Uh, Scottish. Yeah. As long as you go up, it doesn't really matter, does it? No, it's like the, it's the, that's the, it's the inflection. Like where you, where you, how you pronounce certain variable, like certain variables, consonants and vowels is different for Scottish than it is for Irish. All right. Um, and I think the melody's a bit different too. My buddy who's actually upstairs is when my dogs are barking is, is goes to Scotland a lot. He's Scottish heritage. So he, he's, he schooled me on the Scottish yeah. versus Irish accents. Cause I, Watched it one day in Scotland. I do whiskey as well. Yeah, and not bourbon. That's an American thing. Scotch. I do scotch. You know. All right. Irish to Irish whiskey. Right. All right. So today, <laughs> today we're gonna do some shout outs. Um, alienation. Let's do it. Yeah. Shout out to Squish Zoe Saldana. <laughs> oh my Love God. You, your, your mouth's not that wide. It just looks that way with our art. Uh, shout out to uh, Michelle Obama. What kind of first lady looks that fashionable? I'll tell you what. Michelle Obama, that's who. Look at that. Look Obama, at that. Am I right? Obama. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. You're from Texas? Michelle Obama. Michelle what, Obama. Some kind of Muslim or something? <laughs> she's some kind of Muslim? All right. <laughs> um... Shout out to uh, oh <laughs> yeah, this is kind of like a first for me, but it's is evolved it? no, it's into not. huh? That's not Kamala Harris. No, Bro, that is uh, Michelle, Michelle Obama. Obama. Daniel, get out of here. Go home. What did he say? He said that's Daniel Kamala. Said that's not Obama. That's Kamala. First, that's off, definitely Michelle that's... Obama. Yeah, Kamala Harris would be saying, "We did it, guys. We did it. Uh, we fucking did it." Anyways, um, what was I gonna say? Um. Oh, I usually don't give male shout outs. I've noticed that trend, but I've got to give a shout out to Michael B. Jordan. My man. Hell yeah. Right. <laughs> this guy right here can act this good, but be a, a baller ass person. Like he's what? a good dude. Like he acts this well, but his his ability to be a good human is like this big. So look at that scale, Michael B. Look at you. That's like a if this is one and this is that that's like a what? 20 X right there. That's 20 or one right there for you. Look at that. Look, he's doing the eyebrows thing. Look at that. Look at it. I can't Can do the eyebrow thing. That's pretty impressive. I can't do that. <laughs> I practiced this on the bus in middle school for hours. On the bus? Yeah. <laughs> <You have a laughs> mirror? Maybe they thought I was autistic. Maybe they did. 
I was like, look at my eyebrows. Look at them. All right. So, anyways, uh, and the reason you're getting a shout out, bro, is because you tamed Lori Harvey. Yeah. Good job, man. You're clicking job, this man. for yourself, right? Am I? Am okay. I, Jesse? Yeah, yeah. Because I was just like, wow, the production quality like that Alicia's pushing Am out. I? Like, well, let's bring yeah. Michael B. Jordan back. Why not? Oh, my God. No, it was you. Wait, it's both of you working together. <laughs> Don't worry about how the juice is squeezed, baby. Just worry about the juice in the bottle, Jess. This All is right? a magic trick. This Just is worry fun. about the juice in the bottle, baby. All right, don't worry about how it's squeezed. All right, this is Lori Harvey, who is not biologically related to Steve Harvey, but is his stepdaughter, but kind of awkwardly looks like him, given the lip situation going on. Not a racist thing. He's just got bona fide lips that are marketable, and she does too. Uh, good on you, Michael B. Jordan. Um, I think that's it on the shout-outs. Did I forget anybody? Oh, you damn right I did. Yeah. <laughs> Forgot about the twerk queen herself. All right, doing her thing. Uh, her name defeats me at right now. I can't really think of her name, which is weird. Maybe it's because I'm live. Uh, Megan. Um, Megan the Stallion. That's absolutely right. Wow. Shout out to Megs. Look at your girl doing your thing. You're glowing. 24 karat gold. Uh, and you're changing the twerk game up. I know none of these shout outs have anything to do with crypto, but you obviously haven't been a fan of the show for very long if you're not aware how this works. Um, also, Shout out to Corey um, and Jesse's mothers uh, because, you know, they're awesome. They're great. Big facts. <laughs> Big facts. Big facts. The best. Often. Um, often has relations. <laughs> shout, shout out to uh, Alicia and um, Daniel and Andy. Do we have an outro? Yagi. Alicia, do we have Joe. an outro? I don't think we have an outro. Time to make an outro. Hey, play the outro.